So There Was is a weird history podcast where three weird guys talk about three weird stories. But the catch is, one of us is lying. Maybe you'll figure it out before we do. I don't know. Names, characters, places, or events mentioned here are either the products of our imagination or are completely true. Any resemblance to actual persons or events we say in this podcast just might be on purpose. Heyo, I'm Ivan. <laughs> I'm Davis. And I'm Bum. And welcome to the So There Was Podcast, a weird and wacky tale about some weird and wacky people. And no, we're not the weird and wacky people. <laughs> yes, someone else. Yeah, we, we're the weird and yes. wacky people. We are the... We're crazy. We're, I'm such a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> no! We've got, we got that crackhead energy, you know? No, we're cutting When they that say out. crackhead, you look it up in the dictionary, uh, you would see Bum's face. So, uh, I have a little segment here. I don't know if it's going to be a recurring bit, but... But I'm on, uh, I was just scrolling through uh, Instagram on the gram, uh, and I came across this, uh, this account, uh, Just Crazy Facts. So you know how, how crazy it's going to be. Here's, uh, here's one of them. Did you know? No, I didn't. <laughs> Did you know? No, I didn't. Mr. Bean once saved a, pl- a plan from crashing. <laughs> Saving his two children, his wife, and all the passenger after the... <laughs> Wait, is that how dude, it's actually dude. written? After the pilot it. passed out. No, it says, I'm not even joking, Mr. Bean once saved a plan. And it, it, it's meant, it means to say plane, but there's no E. Are you sure it says uh, plane? It doesn't say plane, it says plane. Are you sure it's meant to say plane? It's probably a plan. It means... It means... <laughs> Alright, Mr. Bean once saved a plane from crashing, saving his two children, his wife, and all the passenger after the pilot passed out. So did he did he save uh, did he save them in his Mr. Bean uh, persona? I don't know. Or is, a, is this like a or Mr. Is Rowan Addison? Do they mean like Rowan Atkinson or do they mean like Mr. Bean in like one of his movies or something? Or did he do it in Mr. Bean style? Uh, However that would be. Okay, so uh here's a Wow, most of these comments are just like, good, good, yeah. Most of them are bots. Yeah, these are bots. <laughs> these are all bots. Yeah, this is, yep, most of these are bots. They reply multiple times uh, with a bunch of emojis. Uh, Dragoth1 uh, comments, my plans never crash. <laughs> 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 but he means to say plane. Was he not plan. It's funnier if it's plans. My plans <laughs> never crash. Uh, success quotes uh, says, Awesome. Revert. <laughs> what? <laughs> Revert what? <laughs> so I don't, this is definitely a bunch of bots spamming the comments. But I yeah, think it's fake. Yeah, I'm sure this one's this sure one's a fake, fake one. It's a bait. Yeah. Um, here's a here's another. Did you know? Hold on. I should <laughs> okay. plan this one. Uh, yeah, I'll try to I'll try to get some lined up before I I give them out. But here, let's That'll just be recommended. Yeah, here's just a random one. <laughs> Rice. Yes, rice. Did you know, if you mistakenly drop your phone in water, just put in a Ziploc bag full of rice. The rice will absorb all the moisture and your phone will start working again. Well, we've all heard this one before. Yeah, but I've never, I've never actually tried that. No, no, I tried it once. Uh, when I when I put my phone, because like, I got my phone wet. It was just a little bit of wet because I dropped it in the toilet for a bit. And then uh, I put it in a plastic bag full of rice. And then I was actually recording it. Uh, I was recording that uh, that uh, that bag full of rice overnight to see what would happen, you know, because like, 
Did an Asian come and fix the phone? <laughs> Never mind. Okay, uh, small chicken uh, replies, uh, no it won't, and then sinful homo. Um, uh, <laughs> it says, then that expert was wrong, and then he replies back, nope, and then he says, yep. <laughs> what? Oh, I, I, love the co- I love this community, guys. Yes, this community. I love this community. Oh, this is... <laughs> Man, I think, and again, it's just spams, a bunch of uh, bots commenting like, oh yeah, this is good, this is good. Okay, okay, last one. Uh, did you know, according to psychology, uh, two effective ways to fight depression are exercising and spending time with pets? So that that was, second one is wrong. Yeah, really? that was just a, just a well, yes, you have to eat your pets. That's how you cure depression. That's why everyone's so depressed. <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, though. What? Well, I don't know about um, that. Let's I don't see. know. Any01 uh, responds, uh, actually, one, increase your endorphins, two, eat healthy, and three, get enough sleep. So I think that works better than exercising and spending time with pets. So I guess a bit better than that. Why not all say. of them? We all know endorphins... They live in the sea. <laughs> uh, what, are, endo- what, what are what are the, what are endorphins? People, scientists tell me I need more endorphins. Nah, fam, they live in the sea, not in me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was just some uh, some just crazy facts from Instagram. Uh, check them out if you. No, if you... no, no. We're not. We're not advertising that. <laughs> well, I mean, we have <laughs> just to destroy kind of... it. Report it as much as possible as spam, please. Well, I mean, they have thirty-five thousand followers, so. None of them are bots. Uh, so yeah, that was just a, a few insta facts for you. Um, I hopefully we'll we'll bring. I think we'll bring this bit back in the next episode. Hopefully, I'll try to find some. Uh, now that we, I guess we got that out of the way, uh, who wants to start us off with their story? <coughs> hey, Ivan. Uh, no. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay. <coughs> Guys like jazz. <laughs> uh, kind of. Uh, okay. Your story it's, about jazz? No, okay. it's not. Uh, just then why would you say that? I just needed something to lead, uh, lead with. Okay, so <laughs> my story is called ancient cleaning. Ancient cleaning of what? You may ask. Well, of course, obviously. Yes, I, I, I really hope that bit was going somewhere, but <laughs> okay. I guess, I guess it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys brush your teeth. Right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is such a good story. I'm just trying to somehow to link, you know. Yes, oh, I brush my teeth. No, don't gotta, do it. We gotta. I, link I brush it my so teeth loud. at least three no, times. No, this is a me day. thinking out loud. Did you all know that toothpaste wasn't made by Colgate? No, I did not. Was it? No, it was actually the ancient Egyptians. Oh, they invented the first toothpaste even before the creation of toothbrushes. So I'm assuming that they just used their fingers. <laughs> yeah, it's like what did they scrub use? Scrubbing around. Yeah, yeah, they invented it before toothbrushes. Did they just use sticks? <laughs> um, no, no, before before that, before sticks. Were before used. sticks were invented. <laughs> yeah, before st- <laughs> they used like sand. When, when were sticks invented? Uh, wait, wait. wait 5, so what BC. did they use? Oh, they used uh, actually. Oh, uh, <laughs> this, mm-hmm. I smell they a fake. No, 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 no. I, I have proper sources. You got to It's just that they didn't, they didn't, they didn't specify. But besides that, toothpaste was invented by the ancient Egyptians, and it was invented way before. Well, not way before. It was invented before the creation of toothbrushes. So uh, Colgate, which is where I went for 
uh, my first source. Uh, Colgate themselves have stated on their website regarding the ancient history of dental hygiene, saying, Egyptians are believed to have started using a paste to clean their teeth around 5000 BC, before toothbrushes were invented. And yeah, the, the toothpaste in question, uh, it was found on a, well, the, the recipe was found on a papyrus dating back to the 4th century in where it calls for mint, salt, grains of pepper, and dried iris flower as the main ingredients. And so, yeah, uh, dental researchers have discovered its beneficial anti-gum disease properties, which have been brought into commercial use. I'm, I'm not sure if you guys have been checking, but uh, yeah, there's some dried iris flower on uh, some in my toothpaste in some of your toothpaste some high-end <laughs> toothpaste i don't know some toothpaste it's probably on colgate i just haven't checked these big toothpaste companies are putting f flowers in my <laughs> toothpaste and i'm putting in my mouth and also mint but, like it's probably it's most likely all synthesized now and yeah uh yeah the dentists that uh, reviewed this uh ancient cleaning method <laughs> The, de the dentists that review this ancient recipe for toothpaste, uh, yeah, they described it as being ahead of its time. Really? And there, yeah, there was one dentist who attended the International Congress of Dentists. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a, I don't know what you call it. It was called like a dental congress or like a convention. They didn't want to call it a convention. It was the word congress. There's an entire Sounds convention fair. just for dentists. You see, yeah. the funny thing is, actually... Only nine dentists agreed with this. There's only that one. <laughs> There's always that one. That one guy. His name is Jake. He never agrees with everybody. He always wants to be on that stand. Nine, nine out of ten dentists agree that this toothpaste was ahead of its time. <laughs> and then Jake's in the corner like, no, it's not. I mean, I, I think Jake might have a point because the recipe sounds like something Gordon Ramsay would put on his website. <laughs> well, he you see, the... Jake, you're not Gordon Ramsay. Get out of here. Jake, get out of here. Yeah. Uh, so one dentist. It wasn't Jake. It was one dentist who attended the international congress of dentists and he actually tried the uh the remake or what was it yeah they made the the recipe and they tried the pungent toothpaste himself <laughs> and he said that i he said that i found that it was not unpleasant and afterwards my mouth felt fresh and clean but wait so wait you're telling me he went up uh, he stood against stood in front of all these people like hmm yes a bit of flour <laughs> a bit of meat mm. there's some dried iris mm, mm, yes watch me use this and put it in my mouth he probably no they they probably just made it and then they brought it to the convention and like oh yeah let me try some of but why stuff. did why did they say it was a pungent toothpaste those, I don't know. Those words don't go together naturally. I mean, I suppose iris and uh, grains of pepper don't smell that great, supposedly. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it didn't have a good good nose for it. Yeah, so that's my thing. Uh, mm. Yeah, and my sources are from creation.com. <clears throat> the title, A Tale of Ancient Toothpaste by David Catchpool, written on June 2004. And I got it straight, snack dab, from the Colgate website. Colgate website. Yep, uh, History of Toothbrushes and Toothpaste. I didn't even know they mm. had a website. <laughs> well, I mean, it would make, but I don't know. It's like, I don't know, their homepage is like, the ancient history of toothpaste. Where can I get some? Did I sell it at, like, Target? <laughs> They probably sell it at like sprouts, <laughs> sprouts or whole foods or a something. Ancient Egyptian flavor toothpaste. The ancient Egyptian flavor. That would it's, sell millions. It's it's so authentic. You can taste the sand in it. <laughs> well, that was very uh, 
very uh, that was a sandy tale. <laughs> so it was a very cleansing story. Mm, yeah, so very, mm. that was that story was clean. That was, story was mad clean. Ooh, I guess I'll go next. Okay, because right here I have a whale of a tale to tell you guys. Ooh, does it have something to do with oceanography? No, or oceanography. Or- oceanography. <laughs> it's worse than that. <laughs> Okay, so there was this time when the CIA sent some dead whales on a tour around Europe. Wait, dead whales? Yeah, dead whales. Why dead? Three, to be precise. Okay, so three dead whales were once on an almost permanent tour of the United Kingdom and other European countries. So throughout the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, thousands visited the preserved finbacks for both education and entertainment. But the purpose was kind of two-sided. Two prongs. Two prongs. Dual purpose. Double edge. Dorsal fins. <laughs> Wait, they don't have dorsal fins. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, so the names of the whales were Goliath, Jonah, and Hercules, and they were hugely popular during their mm. time. And this was, went on during the height of the Cold War, so a nuclear war was brewing on the horizon. And so the CIA had the unlikeliest agent on its roster the dead fin whale named Goliath that they sent to tour around with his brethren. Uh, his brethren? His brethren. Uh, so these uh, whales were caught by Norwegian whalers in the 1950s. Goliath was mounted on a truck and toured all over Europe well into the 1960s. And the CIA wanted to use Goliath to test if the roads of Hungary could handle the load of nuclear missiles loaded on trucks. Wait, what? So, so to avoid arousing suspicion, they opted to substitute the dead whale for the missiles. Oh, it all makes sense. Oh, that's so, okay. so brilliant. I thought they were gonna <laughs> See, like. Here's the thing: no one's gonna, no one's gonna, like everyone's gonna care if like a missile, but like no one's gonna be suspicious of a giant whale on a truck just like traveling on the road. Exactly, and Wait, they what? had CIA agents running the whole thing and scouting out. It's like, does this road work for missile carrying? <laughs> Doesn't work. Find out. Find out next time. That's just our... wacky as. Uh... That's the time the the Navy employed dolphins. Exactly. So. Uh, the trucks that they used were repurposed nuke carrying trucks, apparently. And so, you know, they had to make this excuse legit. So they booked showings throughout the United Kingdom and uh, Eastern Europe. Hmm. So I'm going to quote one of the bystanders uh, when they saw uh, this cavalcade of whales. So they said that a vessel docked in Dagenham. Dagenham? 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 Dagenham. This was in Scotland. (laughs) I think it's Hagendas. And then the 60-foot whale was unloaded onto a 10-wheeled lorry, which transported on land. The whale had been touring Holland, Belgium, Germany, and France since late September and has been kept in good condition by an internal refrigeration plant and daily injections of formalin. Hmm. Oh, is it still there? I don't know where it is, <laughs> but uh, so Jonah, Goliath, and Hercules were not the first whales to become visitor attractions in the UK in the 1930s. The more humble, named Eric, a finback <laughs> whale, toured England. He was eventually buried under <laughs> more cambies, more more cambies. I don't know how to Maccabees? pronounce <laughs> Maccabees. He was buried under a roller coaster. <laughs> so it oh, seems kind of sad. We have Hercules, Goliath. And Jonah, and then there's Eric. No one talks about Eric. <laughs> no one talks about Eric. Sad, no, poor, so. poor Eric. Can, can we get an F in chat? Guys? He was he was then buried under a roller coaster. Well, what's, what's, what was soon to be? And a then he coaster. haunted the roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> he 
Just see, like, you know, you're on the third loop of the roller coaster. And it's like, hey, mom, look, there's a whale. There's a whale. There was no whale. His name's Eric. <laughs> what are you talking about, son? There's no whale there. He's right there. I see him. <laughs> uh, and actually, that's the piss for A24's newest horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Seventh Sense. I see dead whales. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, uh, my sources are cited as When Dead Whales Went on Tour by Bethan Bell. Is uh, it Bethany yeah. or is it Bethan? <laughs> I, think you for, I think you forgot the IE <laughs> or the Y. You might Okay, so by, it's by Bethan Bell, uh, published by BBC News. And the CIA. BBC News? BBC News. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I couldn't hear. Can you hear it through your straight American accent? <laughs> exactly. So, and the other one is The CIA's Whale Parade by Mark V of Listverse. Oh, Listverse. Mm, Listverse. Mm. Uh, I mean, I have a second source because, you know, I double-checked, like, as all good researchers do. Because right. we're mm. expert historians. No, I went not. to college. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a historian degree. <laughs> I have a degree in... I'm not sure which one it was. <laughs> I forgot what my degree was, but I'm sure I have it somewhere around here. <laughs> Let me check my papers. Beth and Bell. My name's Beth. Short for Bethany. <laughs> Bethany? <laughs> my name is Bethany. Short for Bethany. Hey, excuse me, <laughs> Beth. You didn't. Sh- you didn't shorten anything. <laughs> my name's Len. Short for Lenjamin. <laughs> okay. Well, well, that that indeed was a was a whale of a tale, Davis. Uh, um, but do you guys remember at that time when Chinese leaders couldn't handle a meme? So I wasn't there. It uh, it it all started in 2013 when the Chinese meme generating public noticed that a recent photo of their rotund president, uh, Xi Jinping. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, wait, you want to try that again? You want to try that again? Um, uh, G, right? That's how you pronounce his first name. Nope. No. <laughs> we should really look up how to pronounce Z. 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 Yeah, when they're rotund president. Or just call him Mr. Ping. Mr. Ping. The father of Poe. So. No, Pong. Is it Mr. Pong? Mr. Ping. Pong. No, it's Mr. Ping. From so, yeah, their president... Mr. Ping, the duck, from... Uh, from... Uh, <laughs> oh, Kung Fu Panda. No, so more it obscure would, reference. It would, what are you talking about? <laughs> Everyone knows Kung Everyone Fu Panda. Everyone knows Kung Fu Panda. Anyway, uh, the president, Jinping, uh, was posi- positioned... Uh, he, was next, <laughs> he was positioned next to uh, Barack Obama, and uh, that photo uh, taken of them looked a little bit like a photo of Winnie the Pooh walking next to Tigger. And so I was like, hey, this kind of looks like the same thing. But then uh, uh, Chinese officials didn't like that. So you see soon anything related to Winnie the Pooh or anything related to like any sort of that uh, stuff relating to the president and Winnie the Pooh was then banned by the Chinese government. Well, hmm, I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah. And the 2018 future film Christopher Robin was also banned in the country prompting Taiwan's Ministry of Foreign Affairs to tweet, uh, make no mistake, all bears are created equal in Taiwan. <laughs> what? So there, and uh, again, another quote uh, by Dr. Winnie King. Hmm. Hmm. Coincidence? Yeah. Coincidence. I think not. Uh, there's a long history in Chinese population mocking or satirizing Satire, satirizing. I can't. I'm, not, I'm dyslexic, guys. Huh? It's satirizing. Satirizing government leaders, but Z's 
Efforts to secure his position as China's leader have made the current leadership particularly sensitive to this.、Uh, so he's a specialist,、uh, Dr. Wenyi King, a specialist in Chinese international relations and economic reform at the University of Bristol. I think it's pronounced G. G. I think it's G. And、uh, G. He also quotes. And Chinese people are very, very creative. But the government has an army to troll its internet, censor content and images, and secure the Communist Party's political narratives.、Ooh. So, with making memes comes deadly consequences. Even yeah, like in the like in the like in the UK. <laughs> like yes, like in the UK.、Um, but Pooh,、uh, Pooh Bear, is not the only illustrated children's character be,、uh, to be given a boot in China. Earlier in 2019, China added Peppa Pig to the no-fly list. <laughs> they, they shadow banned Peppa Pig. <laughs> Peppa Pig shows up like no, no, no pigs. Not like this. No pigs. No pigs. No bears. Yeah, China back at it again with banning、uh, stuff. Too bad they couldn't ban the coronavirus. <laughs> I was about to make a joke. I knew. I was three seconds away.、Uh, I was so close. But yeah, my sources are Topic Magazines. Eight of the pettiest incidents by in political history, and that was、uh, this one was listed as number forty-three. Chinese leaders can't handle a Winnie the Pooh meme, and that was by Raihan Harmansi,、uh, Madeline Leong Coleman, and Madeline Crenshaw. My second source is BBC's Why China Censors Banned Winnie the Pooh by Stephen McDonnell on the seventeenth of July, two thousand seventeen, and the New York Times opinion. Let's not take cues from a country that bans Winnie the Pooh.、Uh, President Xi of China wants to censor the Western world too. By Nicholas Kristof on October ninth, twenty nineteen. You can't. He can't silence Disney. Disney will own every. Disney、yeah. will own all. <laughs> Soon Disney's gonna own China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised.、Um, but yeah, that's that's、uh, my. Pooh bear of a story. I don't no, know. That, well, I can't think of a bad well, pun. No, no, no. Well, this is <clears> very. <throat> wait, I got one. Oh bother! <laughs> <laughs> What a bothering story. There you no, go. No, no, no. no. Okay. Well, that was a very interesting story, and I'd like to thank our listeners for bearing with us through、mm, that. Ah, it was a real honeypot. <laughs> Whoa! Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> Well, now we are going to. It was a、vote. pretty,、uh, pretty sticky situation for Ooh, those、yes. meme makers. There you go. There、yeah. you go. It's、now、almost as if they had a <laughs> their hand in the honey jar. What? <laughs> yes, that I've never. No one's ever <laughs> heard that. I think. No, no. it's it's the cookie jar. No, the they got jar. caught with their hand in the honey jar, or、yeah. caught with their hand in the cookie jar. It's it's instead of cookie, no, it's、uh, honey. Now I ruined the joke by explaining、uh. it. Well, thank you for bearing with us <laughs> through yes, all that. Yes, thank you for bearing with us.、Uh, but I think it's time for us to go to our sponsors. Hey guys,、uh, it's me, Bum, your favorite podcaster slash host. I think. Well, if I'm not your favorite, then what are you even doing here? Anyway, sponsors.、Uh, Blue tape. I use blue tape for pretty much everything. I'm not joking. I use it for literally. Everything I do. So home renovations, which I'm doing right now,、uh, I use blue tape to make sure you know paint doesn't get everywhere. You know, like on the couch or on the appliances and all that good stuff. Blue tape assures me that the paint won't go everywhere where I don't want it to go. So if you're doing any home renovations or arts and crafts or any sort of that stuff,、uh, go get blue tape, get a roll at your local hardware supply store or wherever you get your supplies. 
Also, we are now on Spotify and iTunes, which is great news for us. Uh, just recently, after we recorded this episode, uh, we got approved. And yeah, leave us a review on iTunes or check us out and share on Spotify. And we also put a little promotional ad if you want to go share that link with your friends or with family to just give them a, a short ad for them to listen to so then they won't have to listen to a full episode. So they could be like a little sampler. And yeah, also uh, Twitter. Check us out at so there was 2 on Twitter. And if you follow us and share about the podcast, thank you so much. You're great. You're awesome. Keep doing it. Uh, last thing. LaCrumbo, thank you LaCrumbo for, I think that's how you pronounce it, well, thank you LaCrumbo for putting out your music on YouTube for everyone to use, uh, free copyright, uh, lo-fi, chill, hip-hop beats, uh, we actually used one of his tracks called Biscuit, I'll say that again, Biscuit, check him out on SoundCloud and YouTube at any of those places, he makes some cool lo-fi hip-hop beats, you could use that too. I don't know, study or sleep to. And yeah, that's it. Uh, back to the show. Okay, so I'm, I have some suspicions over here, and I'm looking at the both of yous. Oh, that's a coincidence, because we're all looking <laughs> at you. We're all looking at you. Well, I mean, we're all looking at each other, so... Yes. I, I, fine, I'll start. Um, I'm very suspicious of Davis's story. Um, Why is that? One is... Like, I'm sure the CIA had some, like, some pretty, uh, pretty crazy stuff going on in the 1950s, but parading a whale around in in Europe, right? Yep. Like, a, a full tour so people could see this giant whale, or whales, all so that they could test whether the roads can handle nuclear missiles. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess if you... I would think that wouldn't be important if you're going to test like in Europe because like why would you why would you test if you could put missiles on trucks in Europe when you would probably just be launching them and uh, I mean like what's the point of that so that they could see (laughs) if in just in case Russia took over that seaboard they could rapidly deploy missiles to Europe lands or if they could move any missiles closer to Russia it's a win-win situation so they would ship the missiles across this across across the ocean land them in the Europe Test them on the roads and then launch them from there onto Russia. No, no, you no, idiot! No. They would have a strong man that would pick up the missile once <laughs> oh. it got there and then throw it at the Soviets. <laughs> I mean, they could have just done that too. I mean, I don't know. That seems like it seems like a pretty cool anyway. Well, they have to send out scouts to test the road first. I mean, that I was guess. their plan. But I mean, you said so yourself. They used specific trucks made. To carry nuclear missiles. Well, they were similar. Sim- well, were similar you said they trucks. were this. They use missiles on them. I mean, I don't, how is no one like suspicious of that? It's like, oh yeah, a bunch of whales. Nothing suspicious here. Because it so, happened before. Did it happen? Before? Yeah, remember Eric? <laughs> I know, but again, it seems a bit too far fetched, even for the CIA to do. I guess. But they've done some pretty crazy stuff before, too. I mean, the Navy, they like I mentioned, they employed dolphins to shoot, <laughs> like, uh, what was it, poison darts, poison darts whenever they leapt out of the water. Yeah. But this is just using dead, I mean, also, like, the stink, and how did they not decay? And you said, like, they just injected them with from, yeah. formaldehyde, you said? Uh, so what, they formaldehyde, have like a, I think. They have, like, a, what, a thousand needles, just inject them. Yeah, formaldehyde. Wait, was formaldehyde? <laughs> 
You said formalide or whatever. I think it was formalide. That's what I wrote written down. What's formalide? What is form- well, yeah, but how do they keep something that big from leaking well, and it, it, leaking. According to eyewitnesses, it stank pretty badly near the end of the tour. Yeah, and the first yeah, whale to make a tour. Formaline. Oh, formaline. They injected with formaline and they had a refrigeration plant. So what they they tour they tour Europe, all of Europe, but then they have like just one place where they keep them. Yeah, keep because them. they would rent out an ice house. They'd stick the thing in there while they wait for the next tour. Ice house is big enough to carry a giant whale. I mean, yeah. So they're they're touring Europe. It's like, hey, do you mind if we use our ice house to fit this whale in the, there? This is this is what the 1950s, 60s, and 70s. Yeah, this is not the dark of, ages. For me, all of this just seems too, too, too shady. Even for the CIA. I mean, I mean that's the business. <laughs> that's it seems too cruel. It's, it, it just doesn't seem plausible. Not, I guess not practical. But then again, it's I the could CIA. be wrong. Ivan, what do you got? What do you got to say? What say you? What were your sources again? Mine. Yeah. Uh, my sources. Let me bring them up. My sources was uh, a magazine, which listed like, I think like. 80 or something uh pettiest incidents in political history that was one of them uh bbc uh why china censors banned winnie the pooh and the new york times uh let's not take cues from a country that bans winnie the pooh so i'm thinking of the lesser evil here <laughs> or the better good i don't know i think yours davis is it just doesn't Makes sense. It does make sense. To, why you see why Davis? Would you, why would someone you, who's innocent wouldn't say that. Why? Why would you? <laughs> why would you pull rockets? When, oh, this is for the Allies, right? I mean, yeah, this is the, the CIA. Allies, the CIA. Oh yeah. Why would wait. you? Why would you pull? Ivan brings up of, a good point. Why would the you U, mentioned it. Why would the U.S. have to test them when Europe could just test them? What? That's not what you're. Yeah, why would the CIA do it? Why wouldn't? Why? Because it's not their terror. Well, and that's even more suspicious. CIA does do some weird stuff across the world. Like we've all seen the documentary. We've all seen the JFK. We've all seen the late night uh, History Channel stuff. Yeah, totally true. But no, I don't. It doesn't make sense to me uh, that the CIA would do that for the Western. Allies. I mean, they wanted to see if Russia could send any. Wait. No, you see. Oh wait. Oh hey. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. No. Hold on. <laughs> they wanted to see if Russia, in case they invaded the eastern border of the Europe, would be able to send missiles on trucks over their roadways. But yeah, Ivan. Uh, uh, besides that, who just seems get? a little. Seems a little fishy to me. We gotta, yeah, we gotta cast whales. the boat. Whales are fishy. I don't know. I ding ding ding. Davis. Um, okay, Davis. Uh, what's your pretty solid? What's your uh, three cents? My three and a half cents is I think it's, I think it's Ivan, to be honest. Dang. Cool. You want to elaborate on that? <laughs> okay. So, for one thing, so I think Ivan's is the least likely to be true because one. It's, it's another thing to guarantee that this is the oldest known recipe for toothpaste. And why would toothpaste be invented before the toothbrush? That's I mean, I do have a counter to that. Streetlights were... Mm. Uh, Stoplights were made before that cars. That is true. That so, is true. I mean, they were made for horses. Yeah, they were made for horses. <laughs> a mode of transportation. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, and teeth existed before toothpaste. Oh, no! <laughs> Another thing is that the Colgate website, it just states the history of toothbrushes yeah, and toothpaste. True. It doesn't specifically say, oh, we found the old ancient Egyptian recipe to toothpaste. Written with hieroglyphics on a scroll. I mean, it doesn't have to I mean, say it, that. It, no, it doesn't no have to say that. But, but that. still, it, it seems that it could be modified to say uh, that the title does not specifically state the intent of your story. I mean, I do have the other one from creation.com. Uh, a tale of ancient toothpaste. Yes, it's it's just as ancient. How do I know it's not? Yeah, like the Egyptians were ancient. <laughs> there's, there's also like Mesopotamian too. But yeah, so that's that's my three and a half cents. I think I, it's Ivan. I, okay, well, I guess final ballots. I'm casting my vote on Davis. Same. I'm casting it for Ivan, but I guess it doesn't matter. Overruled. So Davis, are you fake? I am the faker. Yes, let's get this you meddling kids. Let's get this toothpaste. Yes. <laughs> no. No, that's me. Oh. Well, let's get... Why would you want to get me? Let's hunt this whale. Let's hunt <laughs> Nice. Just like Moby Dick. Um, no, it's Captain mm. Ahab. But yeah, let me let me explain the, the nuances <laughs> of this thing. Do you guys got any questions before? Um, yeah, what was like the actual real part of this story? The real part is that they did parade three whales across Europe and the UK. Mm. But it wasn't the CIA. It was not the CIA. Yeah. That that's that it was it. Mm, hmm. Didn't click. Yeah, that was that was the real part. They did have Goliath, Hercules, and Jonah parade around these dead you know, these dead whales by those names. But here's the thing I have to know. Did Eric exist? Eric existed. Yes. Oh yes, uh, Eric still Eric will not be forgotten. He will not. He's buried under a roller coaster. Oh he actually is. Yeah. Oh that's legit. But but anyway, so it's uh, more like an urban myth than anything else. Conspiracy uh, theories for a while have thought that this whole uh, shipping uh, and parading around whales in Europe was just a ploy by the CIA, uh, but there hasn't been no actual evidence or research uh, or release by the CIA re uh, confirming or denying that statement. So it was a conspiracy theory. It was a conspiracy theory. You see, yes. the CIA is always, always watching. No, nope, uh, that's the NSA. First, want to just thank you for joining us uh, on the So There Was podcast. Uh, check us out on Castbox or wherever you get your podcasts. And Max Fund. No, <laughs> no, we're not. But hey, if you're from Max Fund, if you're a Max Fund correspondent and you listen to this one, please give us a call or an email. Shoot us a DM. Uh, also, uh, want to thank Blue Tape. Thank you, Blue Tape, for sponsoring this week's episode again. Blue tape helps with anything, and I mean anything. It can it's help blue whales. It can help yes. blue dolphins. It can help blue people. Eiffel sixty five. Yeah. Oh, now it's copyrighted. <laughs> oh yeah, we can't you mention the name. <laughs> thank you, Eiffel sixty five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you uh, for everyone who, who listens, and uh, please give us a well, tweet out or Insta or Facebook. Or whatever social media platform. Tell or, or tell, a MySpace. Tell your friends about the So There Was podcast and let those friends tell their friends and so on and so forth. And yeah. Because so, the only way we can get people to listen to our podcast is through you. That is true. You yeah, hold our podcast careers in your hands. And in your ears. And in your mouth. Uh, um, word of mouth is very powerful. So remember, check your facts and watch your back. 
don't fall for those honeypots. pots.